Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number two of the All Sports Talk podcast. As always, I always want to introduce a couple of promotions before we get the show started. The first one is Eposki Custom Cubs. You can find them on Instagram. That is Eposki, and they ship nationwide. So if you got a great uh, cup idea that you want to make, give these guys a look. uh, Their designs are pretty cool, so give them up a look. The second one is Custom Lily Creations. You can find her on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, She is a wonderful T-shirt designer. She also ships nationwide, so if you got a cool uh, T-shirt design that you want to do, look her up and try to make it happen. And then the last one, but not least, Happy Hippie Massage. If you're in the Rolling Heights area in California, you find her on Instagram. That is happy. That's H-A-P-P-I-E. Hippie Massage on Instagram. Look her up. She's also a health educator as well. So, yeah, it's really recommended, especially in today's day and age. So, look her up. That is Happy Hippie Massage. And welcome to episode two Uh the All Sports uh, Talk podcast, and uh, we're here to recap that World Series uh, Game 1. And as I mentioned yesterday, for the people that did listen to Episode 1, the Dodgers are going to go. They're going to head into the series as well as Clayton Kershaw performed, and he did not disappoint. Six innings pitched, only allowed two hits, one on run, and eight strikeouts. And it was a very dominant performance. This really... We'll help the Dodgers in the uh, long run. Usually, you know, it's always a hold your breath moment with Kershaw because you don't know what you're going to get. You don't know if you're going to get the guy who's going to look like the regular season Kershaw who's just lights out or if you're going to get postseason Kershaw who gives up an insane amount of home runs and insane amount of runs. But today he showed that he was the Kershaw we all knew. He was dominant, and the Dodgers ended up winning 8-3 with a dominant performance over Tampa Bay in Game 1. Overall, from what I saw from this game, the first game of the World Series, the Dodgers just look way better on paper than they uh, do against Tampa Bay, for at least right now. It's still too early to call, but Kershaw, you know, he had a dominant performance today. Mookie Betts had a great game going 2-for-4. With an RBI, a couple stolen bases. Uh, Muncy did his thing two for four, and Taylor two for three. So the Dodgers were just rolling on all cylinders today, uh, winning eight three. A uh, series is not over. Um, you know the Dodgers still have a long way to go. However, just for today, just from what it looked like today, the Dodgers were just a very dominant team overall. And that's that's a very understatement. The bats were going. The pitching was amazing. Overall, it's game one. They're still they still have to win three more. And I don't expect Tampa Bay to just roll over. I expect Tampa Bay to come back in this next game strong. I expect them to, you know, maybe switch it up a little bit. Hopefully, their pitching gets a little better. Cause yeah, that was that was pretty rough. That was pretty rough. Uh, Glasnow, who's no joke, he's a really good pitcher himself too, but he only went in four innings, uh, giving up you know six earned runs, three hits, and he did get eight strikeouts, which was good. It's just 
you know, those six earned runs just, they killed them today. It killed them today and it showed. The Dodgers were just a better team tonight. We'll see what happens in game two tomorrow. Uh, as I mentioned yesterday, I expect this game to go all the way to game seven. I think it's just two really great teams that it would just be a travesty if it does end in four games, five games. This is one of those series that I do expect it to go all the way to game seven. And the Rays, I guess the only thing about the Rays is, you know, those those bats better pick up tomorrow because uh, everybody that, you know, was hitting strong against the Yankees and the Astros, the bats weren't going tonight. It was just not going their way tonight. Renfro 0 for 2. Orosu Reyna, the designated hitter, 0 for 3. Low 0 for 4. Diaz 1 for 4. And Meadows, you know, 0 for 2. Um, these bats were not in the favor of Tampa Bay tonight. The Dodgers were just pounced all over them. Behind the strong performance again by Kershaw. And as I mentioned yesterday, again, going back to it, the Dodgers, whenever Kershaw's on the mound, you're going to know what type of team the Dodgers are going to be that night. If Kershaw has a do dominant performance, the Dodgers are going to dominate. Example right here, A3. If he has a terrible performance, they're just going to look lost and very bad. But the Dodgers should be proud. They got game one. We'll see what happens in game two tomorrow. I expect it to be a little closer tomorrow. We'll see who who's up in the mound. They haven't given any uh, indicators who's going to be on the mound, who's going to take the mound for both teams. So it's going to be very interesting to see um, how it goes. And moving on to the next topic, uh, the Lakers, they just got done celebrating the World Championship last week. But um, today they just informed the NBA that they want to try to get Lou Dang off their books, um, which is kind of weird because he retired a couple of years ago, but his salary goes all the way up until 2022. So the Lakers are trying to do everything they can to get him off the books. Um, this is one of those weird situations where I don't think uh, the league should allow the Lakers in general to get the books off. And here's why. When he came to the Lakers originally, he was a big free agent signing under the previous administration and with uh, Cut Chap and all that and the whole gang. Just the very terrible years for the Lakers. And in that free agency class, Mozgov and Dang were the, you know, and I say this very respectfully, the very high agent, uh, you know, picks that free agent picks that the Lakers wanted at that time. Well, Magic Johnson came in and he was able to give uh, Mozgov off the books. It's just, dang, I don't think he's going to get off the books that easily. If he does, it's probably going to be on his terms on what, what he wants to do. But as far as right now, I don't think the NBA should allow the Lakers to get him off the books. Uh, this is one of those things. This is one of those situations where, the Lakers just have to take the punch on this one. They have to admit that, hey, they were wrong. They paid him a way ton of money for a player who was just literally a couple of years ago just retired. And he really only played, I think it was a total of 15 games. It might have been less. But for whatever the case may be, the Lakers are trying to do everything to get him off the books. Uh, Adam Silver has to really step in into this one and just say, look, it's not going to happen. Pay the man, and we'll move on in 2022. 
It's not my fault that the previous administration screwed the Lakers' new administration over. It's just one of those situations where, you know, this league is really a player's league. When you look around leagues around, you know, every sports, whether it's the NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, whatever it is, it may be. The NBA is a real player's league. What I mean by that is it's the only league where these players can kind of dictate where they want to go, how they want to leave, if they want to leave the team, if they want to get traded. There, This is the only league where it's kind of like a very player-friendly league. You can't do that in the NFL, not with the franchise tag. With the NBA, you know, you'd be like, hey, I want to sign a three-year, four-year deal, but, you know, my second year, after I'm done with my second year, I have the option of just, hey, I want out of this contract and I want to hit the market again. You know, and that's uh, that's due to the fact that the NBA is a very uh, player-friendly league, which is all fine and dandy, you know, but it's just, you know, in today's NBA, they're just taking, you know, at least the critics out there, they're taking uh, these players, you know, I want to say they're taking them for granted, but they are kind of, I guess putting him in a negative spot where it's like, oh, well, in Kevin Durant's case, you know, he's one of the, he was, or he is still one of the best players in the NBA. The problem is, you know, he went to a team that won 73 games and then he went, joined that team and then they ended up winning back to back. So in a, to the fans or to the eyes of the NBA fans, that was kind of a weak move. Uh, LeBron James, you know, he's, Another player who gets criticized a lot for doing that stays for a team for a few seasons, and then he goes on to the next. Uh, he started in Cleveland, then he went to Miami, back to Cleveland, and now with the Los Angeles Lakers. So overall, it's just one of those situations where the NBA really has to kind of crack down on this one and just let the Lakers kind of just take the hit on this one. And for Laker fans out there, you know, hey – I understand you want the cat back and everything, but this is the price you pay for very previous terrible management. You know, what a lot of these teams do is they just focus on the now. They never focus on the future. Well, this is the future of the Lakers. You pay Lou Deng until 2022. Man, you roll with the punches. You see, we'll see what happens. Now, if Lou Deng has the kindness in their heart saying, hey, I'll leave, but for this price, then that's on him. But if I'm Lou Dang, I would not budge whatsoever. I would not budge whatsoever. So we'll see what happens there. Um, another rumor in the NBA, Giannis, he's going to be the big talk during this NBA free agency. It's going to be a weird one because we really don't know when the new season of the NBA is going to start. We really don't know. How it's going to start? Do we go back to arenas? Do we go back to the bubble? But as far as Giannis goes today, um, there was a report out there where he met with a player, you know, anonymous player at lunch and had dinner with them. And I guess talking about the future, his future in Milwaukee. Um, this is going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting to see what Milwaukee does. So Milwaukee... Milwaukee really just has two choices in all of this. You're either going to have to pay a max money for going, you know, you're going to have to pay the max dollar. He is an MVP, back-to-back -back MVP of the NBA. He carried Milwaukee to the number one seed. Unfortunately, you know, they did lose to Miami, who reached the finals. So it wasn't like 
they lost to a scrub team. They just they were the favorites, but they just couldn't be able to handle the talent of Miami. Overall, this is Milwaukee's choice. The other choice is, hey, there's gonna this draft class coming up. There's some pretty good players coming out. You know, there's some pretty good players at the one through five slot. Do you trade them to one of those teams? Do you trade them to Golden State? Do you trade them to do you make a trade with Minnesota? Maybe Giannis for Carl Anthony Towns, or do you trade him for Golden State for Fierce this year, next year, and the following year after that? It really is up to Milwaukee. Uh, if I'm Milwaukee, I it's going to sound weird. It's going to sound really weird. You never want to trade away an MVP. But the problem is whether you pay them and you keep them, how far are you really going to go? Because it shows that there's really not a number two option for Milwaukee. So if I'm Milwaukee, I really think about the future. I really think about what I do. What's the best benefit for the team? If I'm Milwaukee, I trade them. I tra- I call teams in the top five in the NBA draft this year, and I tell, hey, what's the price? You know, they call, and you can make a trade happen with any of those teams from Minnesota, Chicago, the Golden State Warriors. That would be a nice addition to them. It's just going to be interesting to see what what happens. Maybe the Clippers can probably get involved because I know uh, Kawhi, maybe he's going to start recruiting here pretty soon. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I doubt, you know, I doubt he joins the Lakers. There was an article out there where they were saying that how Giannis can end up as a Laker. And I think the whole rumor started when his brother came back, you know, home and because uh, his brother, Giannis's brother, is on the Lakers roster right now. They just did win a title, and he came back. And I guess the little brother caught Giannis wearing a Lakers jersey, and I think that just took an own that took fire that took its own fire. And I don't buy it one bit. I don't. First, I don't think they have the cap for it. Number two, you're really gonna tell uh, Anthony Davis, "Hey, move over." You know, for Giannis, like, we got the new superstar. No, not going to happen. So, Laker fans, you can forget that dream. But for teams, anybody drafted in the top five, I can see Giannis being on your squad. It's just the price has to be right. So, we'll see what happens there. We'll see what happens. And lastly, um, the hot topic for today, it was pretty much – of media frenzy today in Dallas where some players decided to call out Mike McCarthy today. Um, There was anonymous players or a couple anonymous players who called out Mike McCarthy saying, you know, calling out the coaching staff, calling out him. Look, I'm one of those people where if you're not going to put your name on it, then really you got no validation whatsoever. I kind of, I kind of find it kind of like a like a weak move um, where these players go up to reporters and say, hey, I'll tell you this, but can you write anonymous? I, it, it's really, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, chicken crap move. It, it really is chicken crap when these players anonymously just want to bash their coaches. And look, I understand for Dallas and Dallas fans everywhere who – 
contacted me yesterday after the first episode. You know, and I get it. You guys are two and four. I mean, you guys are still the best team in the NFC East. You guys are still the division leaders. However, the validation is you guys are a terrible team. They are a terrible team. And I don't like how some of these players can just come out and say, well, he's a terrible coach. Or he doesn't know how to do halftime adjustments. Or, you know, the scheme's not working. Well, look, last time I checked, the coaches don't play. The players play. So I I understand. Sometimes it's a scheme, but you got to make it work too. And for some of these players to come out and just say, you know what, this was – it is what it is. But for these players, I don't know who said it. Um, But, you know, from here on out, if they ever do find out who did say it, you know, they have no validation for the rest of the year. They can be mad all they want. That's still going to be their head coach. That's still going to be their defensive coordinator. And, you know, somebody did mention to me yesterday, well, if you're Dallas, what do you do? What do you do? And I told him, and I'm going to tell him, and I'm going to say this, what I told him earlier. You got to start over. You For the Dallas Cowboys, it is going to be a start over. And it's going to be hard to start over because your offensive line's banked up, but you have money invested in that, so you can't let him go. Ezekiel can fumble all he wants. You're not going to let him go anytime soon. You just gave Amari Cooper all that money. And for the fans who kept praising Andy Dalton, saying, well, you know, screw Dak Prescott because he wants the money. He's in it for the money. We prefer Andy Dalton, who's a better option. And I say that with air quotes here, who's a better option, who has won before. Now you got to see what life was without Dak Prescott, and it is terrible. And if Jerry Jones is not careful, this is what the future holds for you, Dallas Cowboy fans. Terrible quarterback play, terrible defense, and contracts you cannot get out of. You can't get out of Ezekiel's contract until 2023. You can't get out of Cooper's contract until 2023. Tyrone Smith, same thing. He's banged up, done for the year. Guess what? You got to live with it till 2022. Zach Martin, same thing. Travis Frederick retired. He's not coming back. So in the end, what does this all mean for Dallas? It, start over. If I'm Jerry Jones, I'm really thinking about starting over. Now, I don't know about firing Mike McCarthy because you don't want to look desperate either. But if there is an option out there that you can look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? This coach is better than Mike McCarthy today. Then you pull the trigger. Until then, you're just going to have to ride with the pain with Mike McCarthy as your head coach. And, you know, there is a reason why Green Bay let him go. You know, same thing. He got labeled as an offensive genius. He's not. He's not an offensive genius. He's not more an offensive genius than Adam Gaze is for the Jets. But yet they still get opportunity after opportunity to be a head coach. Why? Because they've won Super Bowls as coordinators and former head coaches. So that's why they keep getting opportunity after opportunity. Instead of getting new blood to be head coaches, they're getting these guys to just still stink up the joint and ruin franchises. Mike McCarthy 
is ruining the Dallas Cowboys. Adam Gaze is ruining the Jets, but that's another topic for another day. And if I'm Dallas, if you can find trade partners to get out of the contracts, great. If not, suck it up and rebuild. And the first option is you're going to have to let Dak walk. If I'm Dak Prescott I and I see that team, after seeing that performance and seeing that the line's getting older, they're not getting any younger. If I'm Dak Prescott, after watching that Monday night fiasco, I threaten them. I threaten Dallas saying, I don't want to come back to this team. He got hurt during good offensive line play. What's going to happen to him when he's got terrible offensive line play? It's not going to be pretty. If I'm Dak Prescott, I just say, you know what? I'm going to take my chances at the free agent market. And you can tag him. But then I don't, wouldn't be surprised if Dak Prescott did the Le'Veon Bell exchange. So we'll see what happens there. But as far as Dallas fans, you're just going to have to accept the fact that you might win the division. But that team that's going to come and play you in the playoffs is probably going to beat you up pretty good. And it's going to be embarrassing. And then it's just going to be another round of, for Cowboy fans everywhere, well, there's always next year. So we'll see what happens there. Other than that, that is going to do it for today's show. I want to thank everybody that tuned in today. As always, if you are listening to this podcast and if you want to catch more, uh, go to the main page on this uh, app on Anchor. You're going to find the main page on the All Sports Talk uh, podcast. There's going to be a Facebook tab, a Twitter tab, a YouTube app. And you click on them, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. Because it's some pretty good content out there, and we're a fun group to have. And for everybody out there that is listening to this, you know, for my day oneers, I want to thank you for supporting me all the way. And for the newcomers, you know, come and have fun. And join the group. And, you know, if you guys got topics or anything you guys want to talk about, um, let me know. Write them down. Message me. Whatever the case may be. But I'm always up for debate. I'm always up for discussion. Tomorrow's episode, it's going to be nothing but uh, NFL predictions. So I'm going to make my picks for tomorrow's or for this weekend's games. And we'll see how I do on that. But as always, oops, sorry about that. But as always, I want to end the episode by promoting the groups again. So again, uh, Eposky, that is E-P-A-W-S-K-Y. You can find them on Instagram. They make custom cups. If you got a cool cup design, you know, give them a, shoot them a message. And they ship nationwide. So if you're hearing this all the way from Arizona, they'll ship it to you. You're hearing this all the way from Wyoming, they'll ship it to you. You got a custom cup idea? Give them a shout out. Uh, Custom Lily Creations. You can find her on Facebook and Instagram. That is Custom Lily Creations. L I L Y. If you got a cool t shirt that you want to do, that you want to design, again, she's uh, her base is in Texas, but she ships nationwide as well. So look her up on Facebook and Instagram. And if you're in the Roland Heights area in California, Happy Hippie Massage. She is a massage therapist and a health educator. Say that three times fast. Uh, that is H-A-P-P-I-E, Hippie Massage. Follow her on Instagram and 
set up an appointment today. Other than that, tomorrow, again, picks for around the NFL. And we will see you guys tomorrow. Take care.